What the fuck is up, everyone? Welcome back to the What the Fuck is Up podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alyssa, and I am joined today by my other host, Taryn. Hello. And Bing. Hi. Um, so, before we start, we just want to address uh, the reason why we were absent last week. Um, so, due to the protests for George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement, we chose instead to kind of redirect our attention to helping out um, however we could. Um, we'll be leaving links in our episode descriptions, which will send you to a website for the petitions to sign um, and also places to donate, as well as a location marker for future protests. Um, although we are making an impact, now is the time to definitely get louder and not quieter. Uh, and also, for those of you that are protesting, we hope you are staying as safe as you can right now. So how have you guys been for the past two weeks? I feel like I've hardly spoken to either of you. <laughs> it's called working, Alyssa. <sighs> you work too much. Tell me about it, honey. Literally this week, me and B have been playing like games together and we've hardly heard of Taryn. You yeah. have no idea how jealous I've been. I've been like, oh my god, I want to be at home playing games. We've missed you. <laughs> it's been traumatic. I know, but guys, it's almost over. Soon I'll be on a better schedule. Yes. yes. How long until you start your new job? Uh, uh, three weeks, I believe. Oh my gosh. I know. It's going to be so weird. Oh my gosh. It's like I went into work the other day and was like, oh my god, in a couple of weeks I'm no longer going to be working in a kitchen. <laughs> You're going to be setting yourself out in the world. Don't get me wrong, I, I kind of, I do love being a chef as much as I freaking hate the job sometimes. Um, I mean, I'm not going to miss the stress. But I am going to miss yeah. the, the sense of, like, completion after I've finished a busy service. Yeah. Um, but where I am at the moment, I'm just not going to go any further. And you have no idea how many head chefs I've seen crash and burn just because of the stress. That's not good. Yeah. And, yeah. And I just, I don't really, I, I wanted that at first, but I don't really want that for myself anymore. Like, I, I can barely do, like, a, like a, junior sous chef position i couldn't i couldn't go up to head chef i just couldn't um but obviously the career path i have chosen now i should be able to go somewhere so i'm actually quite looking forward to it it'll be exciting for you thank you plus the money's better the location's better it's literally like just right i know 2020 has been really bad guys like it is top tier on the shit list of years, but it's actually going alright for me, I think. I just, I don't know. I've been trying to get out of the kitchen for years, and all of a sudden, this year's just gone, hey, you know what? You deserve a little bit of credit for being such a great person. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a new job with all the perks, and I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, because I haven't spoke to you guys a lot lately, how's it been? Uh, you know. All right. <laughs> same old, same Pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, we've just been playing, like, cards mainly. We have, have we played any DVD uh, this week, I today? think we played once, and that was about it. I was going to say, every time you guys are, like, every time I wake up and I see, like, all these chats, I'm like, wait, you guys been playing yeah. cards? Yeah. 
<laughs> I kind of miss that. Yeah. I feel like I've been neglecting Nathan and Raz and everybody. They all miss you too. Nathan was actually asking we'll like to... every day, where's Taryn? Where's Taryn? I was like, she's at work. Yeah. Is Taryn coming on? Is Taryn coming on? <laughs> and Jordan yeah. does as well. Shout out Aww. to the other half of our squad. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, yeah. Nathan and Raz. Shout out. Yes. <laughs> we love you. The babies. <laughs> We've been trying to, me and Tara talked about this the other day, we've been trying to get Nathan to come on the yeah. podcast as a guest, because I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> fucking so funny. <laughs> but do you know what's even funnier? Yesterday, when we were playing a game. Yesterday, no, yesterday. Oh, yeah, it was yesterday. You all disappeared. It was just me and Jordan in the party, because you all went to grab yeah. food and stuff. Um... And B was on about the fact that she might be lactose intolerant, and we will, we will, be, like, we won't know. And he was like, "Find out on your own podcast." And we were making a joke about it. And he was like, "Sick, I'll be on your podcast." I was like, "Come on, then." I was like, we're "Doing it tomorrow." And he was like, uh... <laughs> "We'll get you one day, Jordan. We're gonna track you down. We'll get you all one oh, day." God. <laughs> they'll all yeah. be on it bloody hell it will it'll be, be chaos. chaos if if we ever if we ever had all six of us in oh my god it would be fucking chaos it's the same, it'd be i the don't same think we could party. do it it'd be funny it'd be, though it'd be fucking hilarious I mean, true it would be funny <laughs> dear me but yeah we've just been playing with them mainly all week um when we played together yesterday literally the first game in is when we got yeah. a win yeah. Oh, I really wish I was God, fucking that. streaming it because it was such a good it was win. Nice. During the end, we was in that little building in the middle of nowhere, and like, yeah, we, we basically used all of our stuff that we needed, like our kill streaks and everything and stuff of ours. And everyone was just like, all the other teams were just polling towards us, and they kept like opening the door and fucking killing us. And we kept the amount of times everyone went down, and I was there just there, like, because oh oh. <laughs> we were. You know, I don't know where it's what it's called, Taron, but it's near the yeah. quarry, and it's that bit where there's all the white tents. Yeah. Oh, it's like the the um, it's like the I don't know what to call it's it. It's next like a, to the quarry, but yeah. I don't know what it's called. It's almost like a medical center. So you've got that that office, yeah. haven't you? You got the the big office building, yeah. yeah. Um, but then you've got all the it's like an army it's military base, I think. Yeah, it's not far from there. So yeah. basically, it was one it was one of the little buildings next there where it's a door on each side. Yeah, and we had claymores down. We had claymores oh around the building, and we were smack bang in the middle of the last circle. And there was like no. three or four teams left, and they were trying to get in the building. Yeah protect themselves as well yeah and obviously us four are in there <laughs> b nathan and jordan kept going i did not go down once i was quite proud of myself <laughs> they kept getting knocked down so we were reviving each other while trying to <laughs> kill people i thought we were dead i honestly to did to be fair it was it was actually <laughs> nathan so and Samal that went down more than us two we kept we were the ones that kept reviving yeah, them and like merging into each other Quick, shut the door, shut the door. <laughs> Can't shut the door every time I get blown open. Oh, God, it's horrible. <laughs> and the thing is, well, because everyone kept going down, if they were like, close the door, we're like, you we're can't, because instead of closing the door, you end up reviving your teammate, and it's yeah. like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, feel, I feel sad that I've missed some good oh. games. If we've got some time tonight, we should... Uh... We should have a well, Nathan actually asked if we were going to join him on Warzone later. So, 
Yeah, I'd like to do yeah, that. Yeah, sounds good. I'd like that. I'll be I'll be I'll be up editing the podcast late anyway, so we can get a couple episodes we can get a couple of episodes I tell you what that's from is because every night that I've come home <laughs> Um, obviously, I haven't bothered to jump on with you guys because I figured you're all going to go to yeah. bed. So what I've been doing is I've been binge watching Criminal Minds again. <laughs> yeah. So like, oh, you should have seen it. This is not right. I started. Uh, I think I started season five. This was about this. Yeah, this was about ten o'clock just after I got home. Um, and then by the time I went to bed, I was like eight episodes in. I woke up the next morning like, oh my god. Oh, jeez. That's yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I would like a couple yeah. of games before you like head off tonight. Good. To be yeah. fair, because it's only yeah. seven o'clock. I mean, so. yeah. I feel like I feel like I owe it to the lads to jump they'll, on a bit because I have been neglecting everybody. They'll a probably bit. be on all night. To be fair, as well. So when we do go like later on tonight, they'll probably still be on. So they'll yeah. they'll probably be happy to play with you. So yeah, I'll probably play a couple of games. Hey, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. That has been our week, hasn't it? Really, We've literally just playing, going to work, yeah. playing COD. I know. Every time I like, every time it's mostly B, but every time B leaves or something, she like puts a message in the group. She's like, I'll be back in a second, and I'm like, you guys are oh, playing. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we also Ooh. goodness news us. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um. Our graphic for Hot Podcast is hey. kind of done. Yeah. yeah, she's just putting a few finishing touches on it. And if we're happy with it then, yeah. then uh, we should be able to share yeah. that with you guys. It looks good so far because she sent us the final, like not the final, but she kind of sent it to us and said like, here, it's done. Um, we just had a couple of chains on it. So the person that's doing it, she's gone away and she's going to finish it off. Um, by the time we do the next episode, hopefully we'll have it. And then I'll give her a, sh- a proper shout yeah, out then. Shout out. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll have that next episode, which I'm really excited about because even though it needs a few changes, the one that she did send us, we were like, oh my god, like this is just great. It literally looks like all three. Of us. <laughs> like, oh so my god. god! Yeah, it looks really good to be fair. I was really yeah, tanned. So you were very very tanned. She knew. You know what, she knew what you was... always wanted. I was like, yes, finally. I'm not a milk bottle anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very exciting. It's been an exciting time, guys. Yeah, definitely. It is. Okay, guys, so for the past week or so, we've been kind of discussing, not a lot, because Taryn has been working, for God's sake. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but we- <laughs> we've been discussing basically different things we can do for the podcast because um we kind of feel like like sometimes we'll just hit record and we'll just kind of chat about nothing for like an hour um what are you doing now yes which is what i'm doing right this second talking shit um so we wanted to kind of put some sort of structure in um so there's things there for everyone so we've decided to kind of split it into different segments um and we're gonna try it out right now obviously you guys this can, is it. uh tell yeah us what you think so we're literally just testing at the moment 
Yeah, this is a test podcast. This isn't even going to go out. (laughs) Yes, all of the segments have really cheesy names. That's the point. That Taryn came up with. That's the point. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're just going to test it out, see how it goes. If you guys have any ideas of all the different segments that we could do, um, so that maybe we can switch up sometimes, just let us know as well. Um, Or even if you've got better names. Mm -hmm. Open the suggestions. (laughs) We yeah. opened all suggestions. We're just open. Um, yeah, if you want to let us know, our Twitter is in the description. And should we put our email in the description? Uh, can do. For mm. business inquiries yeah. only. <laughs> we do not want you to send us nudes. Uh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> some of us don't. Okay, so the first segment that we're going to go into is a little segment we like to call Into the Fog. Um, so this segment's basically going to be all about Dead by Daylight. Um, and we're just going to discuss shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I think one of the things we should discuss is definitely well, the new chapter that's going to come out. I love how last episode we were like, oh, it's going to be Pinhead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> jokes on us. <laughs> <laughs> jokes on all of us because <laughs> it came out was it a week ago that no, was, not this been, Tuesday yeah. on last Tuesday there was a live stream on the Dead by Daylight Twitch channel and the three of us were in a party together and we watched it and for like the first probably like 20 to 30 minutes like they were just talking about new updates that they're going to do and the whole chat, the whole time, was like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we just want to know who the new killer is. <laughs> and it was basically us three as well. We were like, yeah, just come on, just tell us. Although, to be fair, I was interested in changes. Like, oh, the new God. graphics update. Yeah. The right. graphics are going to be so oh, good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to absolutely cream myself. It's going to be like... Took the words uh, right intense. out of my mouth. <laughs> it looks gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> oh it's just, it's gorgeous. When you think about it, it's like a yeah. four-year-old game. And rather than well, obviously they could have made a sequel, but instead they're so committed to like updating it that like the new graphics look completely next gen. Um, I just I don't know. I quite like it as it is now. Like I like the graphics anyway. So to have them updated like that is just the icing yeah. on the cake. I think it's really. better that they've done it this way. Like, um, like you know how you said like a lot of games will like companies will just release a new one but instead they just continue to work on the same one and I think that's probably like the best decision they've made because it makes you want to play the game more and appreciate it more as well like the more they update it and the more they improve you appreciate it more and enjoy it more yeah it's like I know that we obviously we ditch the game sometimes oh yeah back to it whereas I think obviously you've, you've spent all this money on this one game for them to release another, I think, would be a little bit, yeah, a little bit ridiculous. Um, I don't think people would be as interested. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> I think yeah. the fact that they keep adding like new but... chapters and like new killers, whether they're licensed or unlicensed, that's probably the best thing to do, to be honest. Because it just, it even though it's not very yeah. like it's not all the time, like every month. Well, it's not like extremely frequent. It's enough to keep it like fresh. Yeah, yeah, to keep it interesting. Like, I mean, we 
we we didn't actually ditch the game that long ago. It's just just after the Death Slinger came out, but that's because personally, I'm not yeah. doing Cowboys with a gun. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's the whole thing about him, though. Like, I just, it just, I, I think I don't know even how to explain it. I think he not like overpowered, but kind of like that because, like, when he shoots you with his gun and the chain comes out and sticks in you, it's kind of like it then tells you to like try and break free, but it's very but it, difficult. It doesn't even give you a chance. Yeah, like you start doing it and you're down straight away. It's just like really. Yeah, like... I feel like I feel like if he hits you with the gun, you should be stunned instantly and then given a skill mm-hmm. check like decisive, <clears throat> mm, like a very a very good. small skill check. If you hit the skill yeah. check, you break free. If you don't, yeah, then obviously you don't. Yeah. Um. Well, I do like the idea of the gun. I just don't think yeah. it was well handled. So yeah, obviously, um, I do like the idea of the gun. Um, but it could have been handled much better. Um, yeah. But I don't know. At the same time, I don't like it. I feel like obviously having yeah. a gun is way too overpowered. <laughs> um, if they'd given him like a lasso. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. So, I don't know. I just feel like obviously you're aiming down sights. I've only, I've never played the Deathwing, but I have seen gameplay. Um, I just feel like hitboxes are easier to actually hit if you can <clears> focus <throat> on them, like you would for the when you like aiming down your sights on the gun. Um, whereas I think, I don't know. I just think think if you had a lasso, it might be a lot. It's like I don't know. The thing I was gonna say is, like, <laughs> you know, earlier when we was playing a game with one, and like I got you off the hook, and he yeah. went to shoot. I thought he was gonna shoot me, and it was gonna hit me, but he didn't. It hit you instead, even though I was in front of you. He aimed for you, and yeah. I was just like, "What? That should have realistically that should have got me rather than you." Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, it just I think it helps a lot with camping. Obviously you can you can if you so right, so if you're if you're playing as a death yeah. thing, if you've got insidious on, all you have to do is hide behind something but still be yeah. able to kind of see the hook. Aim for the hook and then like if you're obviously if you've got insidious on your heartbeat goes off, somebody's going <gasps> to get yeah. somebody off. And then you shoot them and it's like it's an instantaneous, it's like it makes camping yeah. easier, makes tunneling easier. Don't yeah, get me do, wrong. I like however, don't do that. that. <laughs> please, it's a shitty thing to do. That. Oh god, <sighs> I hate campers. The thing is, though, with a death singer, he's kind of the only one that relies on sort of long distance attacks. Yeah, I don't know. Interest, though. I suppose it? with the, I think I feel like the huntress though, dodging her hatchets is a lot yeah. easier than dodging him. Yeah, unless you're playing against a pro <clears throat> in that case, you are. Fucked. That's true. So, but then but like other, gonna... but... okay. But like most of the killers, though, they're all like short, like distance. So you've got people like the doctor and stuff, where obviously he can. Yeah, I was gonna say use his powers. Not necessarily for all killers. Like, I mean, they all require distance in a way. If you forget, the demogorgon has to have. Quite a distance to be able to do his lunge it's attack at you, doesn't he? Um, yeah, I suppose. Michael and Ghostface have to be uh, a <clears> decent <throat> away, like, like they have to be far away enough that you can't see them, but they mm-hmm. can see you to stalk you. Um, obviously the Doctor with his um 
power. Let's see what else. Yeah. Clown with his bottles. Um, I wouldn't consi- consider the trapper like a no. killer with his traps. <laughs> no, he's not really. Um, obviously, if you've got quite a bit of distance, the nurse can use that to her advantage because she can blink to you. Hillbilly can use his chainsaw to obviously spirit. speed up to you. I feel like for the most part, yeah, spirit can obviously teleport to you. I feel like for the most part, um, the majority of the killers are like might have managed to balance like short range and long range <clears throat> so obviously as i mentioned at the start of this segment there's a new chapter coming out which is the silent hill <laughs> how you guys hey. feeling about it super excited I'm pretty, pretty fucking, fucking hype dude <laughs> i can think i think it's been one of the most um like the most yeah. hyped up chapters for me because f- there's quite a few that we've um that we've known about that have like you know like w- ghost face and stuff that obviously we were hyped over but we didn't really watch like any of the no. live streams for them whereas obviously all three of us i decided like, all three of us should like get into a, a party and watch the live stream and it just felt like, oh, the tension was building. And then when it was finally revealed, it was somewhat cool and interesting. And we were like, ah! So I just think that this has probably been the chapter I've been most yeah. excited for in a while. Because I kind of feel like any other so. chapter that's come out before this one, like, they've always, like, done hints about it, but then people will know who it is straight away. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, like, we know who it is anyway. Yeah, whereas... Yeah, yeah like, nobody knew. The Every, there were so many different predictions going around. Like, there was, like, Slenderman was one at one point. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's because they did the fucking... I didn't, it didn't click at first, but after we found out... So, like, at the beginning of the live stream, before they started, um, the screen that they had up fuzzed slightly yeah. and went to, like, static. And, obviously, that's quite prominent yeah, in Silent yeah. Hill. But but it, it didn't click that that could have been what it was because everyone was yeah like, I think like, oh, Silent Hill Man. like if you think about it really Silent Hill is such an old game like if you want to go back to the originals it is an older game so like all the younger people that play um Dead by Daylight now wouldn't really yeah wouldn't really have yeah whereas idea. if you've played all the old games and you've watched the films and everything and you followed it throughout you would have known instantly I guess yeah. Yeah, I think it. I think it was just really up in the air with this one because I think um, it was debunked yeah. in quite a lot of theories because apparently the yeah. license was really hard to get um, because the guys that made um, Silent Hill weren't like obviously I know they planned on doing Silent Hill, yeah. Yeah. didn't they? The new game that was going to have normal. I was going to say that was one of the normal readers, wasn't it? Um, yeah, but because I remember they brought out the playable trailer. That trailer was amazing as well. Yeah, I, I'm like it was PS4 only, and I'm so mad that I didn't manage to get it yeah. before they obviously took it off. Um, but obviously, um, they went on to make Death Stranding with Norman Reedus instead. Um, and Silent Hills got completely like they just said, "Now we're not doing it now." And I think what they said was they weren't going to do any more Silent Hills games at all. So obviously getting the license for this would have been quite yeah. uh, well yeah. why bother if they've just kind of cut it off completely, but I guess it means more money 
and they don't actually have to do anything. Yeah, like I mean. So, yeah, but I still think it's awesome, and I think obviously the internet was went crazy afterwards because this is the first kind of bit of Silent Hill content that we've had properly. In oh yeah, Silent Hill was trending on like not even Dead by Dead, like Silent Hill on its own was trending on Twitter. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was really awesome. Um, I do like the look of Pyramid Head. Yeah, it looks massive. Yeah, definitely. Have you? Sorry, I was gonna say, have you seen the Maury's? The Maury's that he does, like on the gameplay. Uh, yeah, I've 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 seen a couple of them. I think they look really yeah. Um, I don't know. He's quite he's quite violent. Oh god, yeah, Um, brutal. I mean, yeah, I know that we've be- briefly chatted before, Ben. I know there's a Mori that you would have preferred to have seen yes. the one he's got. When like, if you if anyone's watched the film, you'll see the bit where like they run up to the church and he picks the one girl up and he basically rips the skin off her while she's still alive. And I think so that would have awesome. been a perfect like Mori, but obviously it would have required a lot more work. But that would yeah. definitely be like super OP for me I'd be like oh my god yeah you never know they might they might get to a point at some stage where they've added so much to the game that they think oh what else can we add and then they end up adding like you know extra Morries new Morries that you can like get on the blood web that would be amazing fucking awesome um I'm trying to think of what I'd like to see Mario wise from like especially the live. Yeah, I think it would draw a lot more people in as well. If you could if you it sounds horrible, but if you're a massive horror fan and you want to play as a killer and you can execute people in different ways, you would want to see how it plays out. So it would draw more yeah, people in. Like if, especially if like if like if people got bored and like abandoned yeah. the game, they definitely could Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think they I think they mentioned during the live stream that they've got like a world record amount of players playing each day. Like I think they get at least one million people playing their, every day. Their mobile think, apps kicked off as well yeah. quite quickly. Yeah, I think that's because obviously they're working mm-hmm. on some more stuff. I've actually downloaded I haven't it. <laughs> um I haven't played it yet. Oh. I don't usually like to play mobile games. Because yeah. that's quite awkward, but I'm definitely going to give it a shot. I might try it cool. myself. It's like so, like, it's such a big game, though. It, like, it took, I think it took like 15, 20 minutes for it to fully oh, download fuck. online. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think it's something like 20 gig okay, or something. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, so definitely worth it though i think but the only thing i don't like is that you kind of have to start all over like none of your progress oh, carries over um but yeah i think there's um i think there's cosmetics that you can actually unlock just by playing on mobile so you're like your progress goes up and you can unlock stuff as opposed to buying it okay oh that's good that's yeah. good yeah so i haven't checked that out so don't hold me to it <laughs> Okay. You, you imagine Taryn. All right, I'm gonna buy all the I'm gonna buy all the different packs on this one now. Taryn, you've already got it on PlayStation. I don't care. I need it. I need it. <laughs> Give it to yeah, me. Yeah. All right. I see you judging me, Bernice, when you do I'm exactly the really. same thing on cards. I'm sorry. I know. I oh. Do. Oh. <laughs> thing is, the outfits you choose and the co- like, all the cosmetics always look amazing on your characters, and I'm just like, oh my god, you're so pretty. Listen, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die in style. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> um, so Taryn is always dressed appropriately on every occasion. 
Literally, exactly. What can I say? <laughs> I was made for death. <laughs> um, so I took the opportunity to write down some of the perks from Cheryl Heather Mason. Okay. Um, okay. Head. Um, I will just let you know that I was a little bit worried when they like you know they put her up as uh, Cheryl Mason I was like um her name is Heather <laughs> but basically the way the the way um her character kind of like the stuff her character had to go through I think it was like if I remember correctly there was a cult and whatnot mm-hmm. um basically like they killed her like stepfather or something if I'm remembering correctly which it may not be um but I think she went on the run after that so I think that's like she's changed the name and that's what they've incorporated into it I don't remember if she changed it in the game. Oh. Or if it was, me- or if it was mentioned in the game. It's been a long time since yeah, I Yeah, I can't remember either because it's been donkey's years for me. Yeah, but she is she is Heather Mason. Yeah. Um, I do... Oh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I don't know if you guys remember during the live stream, they mentioned bringing out legendary cosmetics. Yeah, yes, I yes. did hear yeah. about so, that. So Cheryl Mason, Heather, can... If you you have a certain cosmetic, she can turn into another character. I think her name is Jennifer. I don't remember. Yes, so she's I the saw one that. in the she's she's the one in the nurse's outfit. Yes, I can't remember I which that. game she's from, but I know like she's very familiar. Can't remember her name though. I didn't really pay too much attention to the whole legendary out cosmetic thing. Yes. I am hoping though that they're gonna they're gonna do that for other characters. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I'm not too sure who they could do it for. I think I'd like to see um, Quentin. I'd like to see him turn into the um, like into Nancy from the remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that would be good, actually. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, well, it was it was Nancy from the original, wasn't it? Nancy was the original. Yeah, but the the remake that Quentin is from. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they they have a Nancy. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm I'm going back to like the originals here. I'm just like, yeah. no, the original. Oh, I'd love it if you could. I know. I know that. I know that they've got um, they've got like Laurie and stuff. I think yeah. it'd be really fucking awesome if they could give Laurie. Um, legendary cosmetics that so you could play as like Sydney Prescott and stuff. Yeah, just to go for like I think, or even if they just had like a legendary cosmetic that you applied to any character and they turned into like characters that we don't have, like yeah. specifically. But I'm saying that I don't like could get the license to uh, Sydney Prescott, which fucking sucked. That would yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be cool. anyway. Yes, the perks. So I don't know how much you guys saw. I don't know how much gameplay you've watched. I've watched... I haven't actually had a chance to watch yeah, a Yeah, I've watched some, but not, like, a massive amount. I've watched gameplay, but nothing really to do with the perks or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> if I'm honest, not a big fan of the perks. Okay, oh, if I'm If I'm in a blood web and I've got them, like, already set up, I don't think I would specifically choose them. Okay. So Cheryl Heather Mason is uh, her first one's called Soul Guard. So basically, if she is healed or recovered from the dying state, she gets like she gains endurance for like four, six, or eight seconds. Um, But I think if she's got the perk on, 
and she's not in the dying state or injured. She, if she's cursed, so she's I think if she's sent to one of the cages, um, if, when she gets out, if she's in the dying state, she can fully recover from it. Oh, that's good. So it's like um, it's like Bill's perk. Um, and I think I think David's no miser perk. I think if mm. you, obviously because you're already down. I think if you put into the dying state, you can fully recover from it, can't you? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like that, but you have to be cursed. First. Oh, I think I saw um, I saw a streamer test that actually, and yeah. um, I think he tried to do it twice, and I can't remember if it worked the second time as well. But yeah, it's it probably crazy. It probably does what no miser does and only gives you the ability to recover from the dying state once. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, but I, just, you'd be I, just couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, what the fuck? Because they all tried it because he was on a team of people and like yeah. three of them put it on to test it to see what it was like. And they, yeah. they all were like doing it together and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, I think it's cool, but we've got perks like that. I, I feel like it doesn't really do much different. Yeah. So I think that could use like an upgrade. Yeah. Um her next one's called Bloodguard. Basically, if um if her or the obsession are injured, um you can see each other's auras. Uh-huh. Um and if either of you heal each other, you both gain haste before six or eight seconds. So basically you just get faster. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. if, if you heal yourself like if you and the obsession heal each other. Oh, okay. Um but I'm guessing you gain exhaustion after that, which is dumb. Yeah. Uh, her third one, which I don't understand at all, because I think it just wastes so much time. Basically, if you repair a gen for a minute to like a minute and 20 seconds, um, you have the ability to block the generator. So if you click the active ability button, the X button, um, it blocks the generator off, like the entity blocks it off, and you can't work on it. It does that for 30 seconds, but then if you do that, every survivor on the map can see the generator in a white aura. Hmm. I mean, I get it. If you want to say, hey, I'm over at this generator, this needs to be worked on. Yeah. But then you're blocking it for 30 seconds. Anything can happen in that 30 seconds. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But, I suppose it's probably, it's, probably, it's probably good, though, if the killer's coming and you've nearly finished it. Yeah, but I don't know if, while it's while it's blocked off, I don't know if the killer can kick it. Mm. Yeah, because if it, if it was, like, to block off the killer from kicking it, then yeah. it would be a good perk. Yeah, but if not, then it's kind of like, what's the point? That'd be seriously OP if you were, like... Because if, if you have to work on it for at least a minute and 20 seconds, you're almost finished. If you see the yeah. killer coming and you back off and block it off, um, and then run from the killer. If he can't kick it, then he ch- and then he ends up chasing you, and somebody can like jump on and finish it while he's chasing you, rather than us being like, "Oh, it's this one over here." So I think as long as the killer can't kick it, that's a really fucking OP perk. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but obviously, if you're just gonna be a cunt and block all the generators off, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Um, pyramid head swans. Oh. They're okay. They're not great. Um, but I think for the most part they're different. In a okay. way, in a way, in a way. <laughs> right. So the first one's called forced penance. So basically, uh, if any survivor who takes a protection hit become inflicted with broken for twenty five 
20 and 30 seconds. So if obviously, I don't know, if he's chasing like an injured survivor and he hits somebody who's trying to protect them, they get the broken effect. Okay. Kind of, kind of dumb, but then again, yeah, it doesn't really do much, I guess. You're still going to take the protection hit because if you're in the broken effect, you're going to go down anyway, as well as if you're already injured. Yeah, true. So that's that's about it. <laughs> um, his next one is called Trial of Torment. After kicking a generator, you become undetectable for 15 seconds. Um, and if you're a survivor and he kicks the gen, um, I think you can see him or you can see the generator in a yellow aura. Okay. So you know where he's kicked, but you can't mm. you can't detect him. So no heartbeat, no nothing like that. Okay. So it's okay. It's not great. Um, his next one is called Deathbound. Uh, basically, if a survivor heals another survivor one health state, if you're in like a a thirty-two meter radius, um, the healer will scream, revealing their location. Um, the survivor then becomes oblivious when they are sixteen, twelve, or eight meters away from the healed survivor. So basically, it's kind of like. Um, it's kind of like nurses. Yes. And it's also kind of like, I think it's the plague's perk where she knocks you down and if you're a survivor around that, you scream. I can't remember what the perk name is. I think it is the plague, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's basically like that. But if you've healed the survivor and you run away from them, you like become completely oblivious if you're close to them. So like if you've got bond on, I'm, I'm guessing you don't really see them. Um, yeah. So they're okay perks. They're not the best. Um, I feel like Pyramid Head's focus was on his. Um, it was more on his power and like obviously the fact that he's got two Moris. I think they focused more on that than they did on his perks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, Cheryl's perks, I'm a little bit disappointed with. <laughs> Um, I know they've given us like a dozen great perks, and I feel like there's always something that you can you can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I get you. So yeah, a little bit disappointed, but I don't know. You guys might think different. Well, I I never judge it until I've actually yeah, played it. I, that. I suppose when you when you watch other people play it, it can either look really good or really shit. Yeah. and I think it just depends on how you play the game and how you use those perks for your benefit and for your team's benefit. Yeah, because everyone sense. plays yeah. differently, don't they? They've all got different techniques and like I, I Yeah, just... some people some people go in just to be yeah. toxic and then some go in to like try and do as many gens as they can yeah. and stuff like that. Here's so, me yeah. running around like that. a headless chicken trying to win <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Well, I'm hoping Jeez. that they do change it up a little bit. I'm hoping that obviously once the PTB is over, they like kind of change it up. Yeah. Um, I would like to see the perks be a little bit better, but I'm not going to waste too much time worrying about it. Yeah. We'll see how it yeah. goes. Better be fucking good. Okay. Are you ready for our next segment? I'm excited. I don't think they are. <laughs> I don't think you're ready. I don't think you're ready for this chill. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait. Okay. <laughs> so for this next segment, it's going to kind of be split into three different parts. Uh, but this segment is called The Horror Archives. Mm. Yay. 
Yes. I also, if someone wants to go, dun, dun, dun. sorry for that. <laughs> God, babe, ruined the aesthetic. Good. Um, so they're split into three different parts. Um, and we're gonna sort of rotate the parts around each week, so we all have something different each week to do. Um, so I'm not gonna tell you what all the names are just yet. I'll tell you what my <laughs> one is that I'm going to do first, which I'm excited about. <laughs> okay, so just like to point out, Taryn came up with all these names. Why do you do that? <laughs> because I think they're great names. I do not, but yeah. <laughs> Alright, oh, great. So, the first part of this segment, which I'm going to take over on, is called True Crime Time. <laughs> Need like, like, um, I don't know how to explain it, like Mission Impossible music. Do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, this is a word of warning. Um, this is where it gets freaky. (laughs) Why'd you always do this? (laughs) Um, so I'm gonna be like sort of reading um a crime story, um, but it's gonna I'm gonna read it from like an article, but this is from two different articles because like the story seems to be split in half in both of them, so I've gotta gotta put two and two together. Good job. Because some people just can't write the full thing (laughs) for some reason. Uh, fair <laughs> they warning, can't be like this is what happened. The uh, the whole horror section has um, spoiler warnings, um, trigger warnings. <laughs> if you don't like creepy yeah. shit, you shouldn't be. All here. kinds of fucked up warnings. Yes. Yeah. Especially my. Um, mm-hmm. If we say anything wrong, we yep. apologize. If, if there is any um, misinformation, please inform us gently, kindly. Yeah. We do our best. Let us know. Research. <laughs> we do really try. Um, we do try and put... Today it's been a bit different, but we do try and put a lot of research into what we're going to be discussing. Um, so yeah, if we do get anything wrong, we apologise. Just correct us. We'll get it right next time, we promise. Okay. So, my true crime story today they luckily it does not end um in a death okay that's uh-huh. always good hoot hoot um so have you guys ever heard of uh, a tv show called i survive uh, uh vaguely so i think it might be an american tv show i'm not too sure because i don't know i haven't watched it myself yeah um but it's basically just people like survivors talking about uh experiences that they've been through whether they've been kidnapped or like attempted murder stuff like that um it's basically them telling you their side of the story of what happened mm-hmm. so this lady's name is mary vincent okay okay y'all y'all uh-huh. ready <laughs> always okay <clears throat> so in the year of 1978, Mary Vincent decided to run away from home. Um, she lived in Las Vegas. She was uh, the middle child of seven children Jeez. in a military wow. family. Oh, no. Seven whole ass children. That is a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'm taking it from what I've read that uh, her parents were very nice people. 
um, because it came to the day where she ran away because uh, I think her parents were getting divorced um, and her um, she'd been informed by one of her siblings that her father was very angry for some reason and he was going to come home and basically oh, take shit. it out on her. So she was like, that's it, I'm running away. Um, so for the first couple of days, she stayed with her boyfriend uh, in California and then transferred then over to her uncle's. It was there then that she left on the morning of September 28th to hitchhike 620 kilometres, which I don't know how many miles that is, but I'm guessing a fucking lot. Um, 600, I guess it's about like, I don't know, probably like... It's pretty far. Yeah, about 600 miles, maybe less. Yeah, so she's going to be travelling from California, I think to Los Angeles and she's going to be hitchhiking there that's her plan so basically she starts hitchhiking and she's standing she's standing at the side of the road um, with two other hitchhikers when a man in a van pulls up beside her Um, he has an empty seat which has got a bag in it but he moves out of the way and basically said that there's only room for one person, oh God. which is specifically oh God. her. Please, please don't tell me this is the case that I think it is. What case do you think it is? I don't. I, I don't know if I'm right. I could. I could have the names mixed up, but I do remember vaguely reading about a case where she's hitchhiking. She gets into the car, and then he like, oh, I can't remember exactly, but he like, I think he. Like rapes You're gonna her find and out. he tortures her and I think he basically pretty much almost kills her and nobody knows how she's Oh alive. I think I Yeah. Is this, so, is this what yeah. I think it is? We'll find out, Taryn. <laughs> so Buckle up the person about to get rough. <laughs> the person that pulled up, his name was Lawrence Singleton or Larry. You know, we'll we'll go with Larry. Um he was a fifty one year old merchant, um, uh, with blue overalls, a bulging stomach and a flat nose. That's what has been described here. So. (laughs) Where has it gone? So. She got into the van. um, And he offered to drive Mary to Interstate 5. Obviously, I don't know the geography of America, unfortunately. Um, So she accepted that offer. So as they approached Interstate 5, he then continued to drive on. When she realised that he'd passed the turn-off, she grabbed a pointed surveyor stick that was sitting beside the passenger seat and demanded he turn the van around. Hey. He, what a what a badass. She, he then turned it around and said it was an honest mistake and that he must have missed the turning. So, this is where... Oh, God. A few miles down the road, he pulled the van over in at the side of the road and told her that he needed to relieve himself because he couldn't wait to get to the nearest gas station. Mm -hmm. Mary decided to get out of the van for a breath of fresh air. Oh, God. As she was tying her shoelaces, he came up behind her and hit her over the head with a hammer. Ouch. Um, which completely just knocked her out. It was a sledgehammer. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He tied her hands together and threw her into the back of the van. Oh, gosh. (laughs) 
when she awoke, he then um, raped her. Um, he then climbed back into the front seat and drove further down the road towards the canyon, oh, where yeah. he then repeat yeah. where he then raped her repeatedly again throughout the night and forced her to swallow liquor. So the hours passed slowly, terrified, exhausted, and in pain. She pleaded to him over and over throughout the ordeal just to let her free. As the gar- as the darkness, girl, I can't read. As the darkness began to shrink across the sky, he walked to the rear of the van and returned with the toolbox. Oh, he loomed over her and pulled out a hatchet. Oh, yes, this is it. Yeah. So when when she's begging at this point, when he like is doing it, one of her both of her arms are like on his arms to try and say like set me free, like to kind of shake him out of it. Um. So he pulls out a hatchet and basically says, I'll set you free. And he swung. Yeah. And he basically took off her left arm from the elbow down. Yeah. Um, this is the case that I knew it was going to be. He then tried to do the same to her right arm as she kicked him furiously, desperately screaming for help, basically. By the time he finished his attack, Mary had collapsed to the floor and she was conscious. However, he thought that she was dead. He then dragged her, bo- her, her body across the dirt and then threw her off a nine-metre cliff yeah. into a concrete culvert. I remember reading about this and having no fucking idea how she survived all this. I, I was in shock. Well, I'm going to tell you how she survived it. So, Mary, in the I Survived episode, she explained that she heard a voice in her head um, that basically said she couldn't go to sleep, he's going to do it to somebody else, and she can't let it happen. So somehow she summons energy after, obviously, she's been through hours of torture. She rolled her elbows in the dirt to coat the wounds and yeah. stop the bleeding, which is such a good fucking idea. My gal. Um, the sound of traffic guided her through the darkness towards the freeway, where she then walked naked with her arms raised, because she, and she did that because the muscles and the blood would not fall out if her arms were raised in the air. Yeah. Which, again, such a good fucking idea. So, a red convertible with two men inside slowed and then sped off again when she called for help. Which, I'm why, like, why you, do you dickheads. Off? I mean, I can sort of imagine it because if you, like, were walking, well, not walking, if you were driving, like, down this, like, empty road. Yeah, I get it's pretty fucking was just, terrifying. Yeah. But come on. But then again, it's like, mate. <laughs> Good one job, mate. So, then came her saviour. There was two holidaymakers who had gotten lost. And they helped her into their truck and they raced her to the hospital. So, in March 1979, uh, the jury convicted him of kidnapping, mayhem, attempted murder, forcible rape, sodomy, and forced oral copulation. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, so... He was in prison for 31 years. Uh, And he basically died of cancer uh, while he was on death row in December 2001. Good. Karma Mm -hmm. comes to us all. Larry, Larry, you goddamn scumbag. God damn it, Larry. (laughs) But, um... 
I remember yeah, watching the video about that. I think it was on Prime yeah. TV. That's... I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, that's one yeah. of the that's one of the most um well for for people that are into true crime anyway, that's one of the most influential cases mm. that there is. Um I've read about that so many times. Uh, I just, every time it doesn't matter how many times I see it I, if I see something about it I always yeah. take the time to read it even if it's the same information I already know just to sit there and think fucking hell that is yeah. one survivor I couldn't remember the names like, but when you ex- like just said what happened I remember yeah I remember it quite clearly yeah uh, the minute she said Mary Vincent I was yeah. like I know where this is going so I couldn't remember though if She'd been like um, near decapitated or something, or had all of her limbs like almost yeah. hacked off or whatever. And she, but she survived anyway. It was. Um, yeah. I mean, the video that I watched on Prime, it was actually um, almost decapitated because that he'd actually cut, try to behead her. Yeah, he'd like. Yeah, he tried yeah. to like cut her neck or whatever. And yeah, I'm sure deep. it was. I was. I think if I can remember when I watched it, I'm sure it was one arm and it was her neck. Because she tried to stem the bleeding with her other hand. Unless I'm thinking of another case yeah. which is quite similar. Could be. I think it was definitely confirmed that he ended up doing it to more than Maybe one Maybe that was anyway. another person that I saw the video about them. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesus, Larry's a scumbag. But, so I've just been reading on. Mm. So... He actually, where's it gone? At first, he was put into jail. Uh, he was sentenced to just 14 years in prison, which at the time was the maximum sentence allowed, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's bullshit. Um, after, after only serving eight years and four months, um, he was paroled, apparently, yeah, for good behaviour. So, after that, he moved to Florida. Um... And a couple of years after his release, um, the police got a phone call basically saying that something was going on inside of his house. Yeah, this is And he basically murdered um, a 31-year-old called Roxanne Hayes, and she was a sex worker. Um, And he'd agreed to pay her $20 for sex, and he stabbed um, her to death, and she was a mother of three. Um, And he basically got put into jail again. And was put onto death row, I believe. Yeah, uh, he was put onto death row, where he then passed away afterwards. He's a dick. I hate cases like that. That's terrible. Ugh. I hate it, but I'm yeah. glad she survived it. Like, what a badass! Definitely. So I know we all sit there and think, "Oh, I could, I could do, I could live, I could, I could get away from a Unless serial killer." That, that is some, that is yeah. some fucking hardcore. Yeah, that is some hardcore yeah, survival. Because the thing is, if she would have fallen unconscious, she would have died because yeah. she would have just bled out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't bleed out. To yeah, be honest, though. because like the where she was cut, and the fact that she was like wandering around for so long. Yeah, yeah, she would have like the, those hatchets would have hit so many fucking veins just yeah. on the elbow. But to be fair, obviously walking around with your um with your arms yeah. up is Smart. like obviously not only does all the bleeding like go back down, but 
obviously, like she said, like all the the blood and the muscle yeah. didn't fall out. She so. did the right thing. Crazy good shit, man. So, props to you, Mary so, Vincent. You go, girl. Well done, Mary Vincent. Literally. We're here for you, Mary Vincent. Okay, so, Benice, you're up. So, Benice is going to do the next um, part of this segment, and it this is the segment called Scary Tales for Spooky <laughs> Bitches. Are you a spooky uh, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <duh>. <laughs> <laughs> ditto. Ditto. <laughs> oh my gosh. B, so take I it really away. I really like stuff that makes me, like, cringe. It gives me the chills. Stuff where I'm like, ugh, that is disgusting. But more so because it's something horrible. So whether it's from, like, an urban story to, like, a ghost story, anything like that creeps me out all good so i'm going to read one to you guys it's story time um (laughs) so this one is the killer in the back seat so i'm literally reading this from a book so i'm not very good when it comes to like summarizing so yeah so a woman drove into the standard gas station on pacific coast highway um, in Malibu and asked for a fill-up. Station attendant obliged, then walked to her driver's window side and asked for $19.63 in payments. When she handed them a $20 bill from her wallet, um, he studied the bill looking carefully at it, then pulling another from his pocket and comparing the two. He then said to the woman, this is a counterfeit, a phony lady, you will have to come with me. The rules are that I must inform my boss and he will call the bank and then you will need to give him the information on your bank and where you might have picked up this bill. The woman protested that she was in a hurry and knew nothing of the origin of the bill, etc. The attendant opened up her car door and coaxed the woman from the car, even taking her by the hand. The woman protesting any knowledge of such things did allow herself to be guided into the little station office enclosure. There, the attendant dialed the sheriff's number and turned his ashen face to her, saying, Madam, there is no problem with your money. However, there is a crazy-looking man crouching in the back of your car, clutching a hatchet. So, it says here, um, Phoenix UPI, as the woman walked to her car in a parking lot, um, she noticed a man following her. She jumped in a car and tore off, only to notice to her dismay that the man was following her in his car. The woman drove through downtown Phoenix, trying to elude him, passing stores, houses and bars. When that failed, she drove across town to the home of her brother-in-law, a policeman. Horn honking, she pulled up and her brother-in-law came running out. She explained the man was following her and there he is right there. The policeman ran up to the man's car and demanded to know what what he was doing. Um, Take it easy, all I wanted to do was tell her about the guy in the back seat, the man said. And indeed, there was a man huddled in the woman's back seat. This true incident of several years ago is an example used by a lieutenant. Um, Public information officer 
and head of the Phoenix Police Department's Community Services Department. He relates to the tale to show the importance for women in locking their car doors and keeping car windows closed. A big, attractive man in his 40s, the lieutenant does his best to keep the audience awake with humorous and somewhat graphic stories. Um, And then it says, public services notice. Female residents may want to exercise extra caution when getting gas for their cars at gas stations. Here's why. Recently at the Juanita BP gas station, 98 Northeast and Juanita Drive Northeast, a man slipped into a woman's car unseen by her as she returned from prepaying her gas at the deli slash gas store. Fortunately for her, the attendant, who is usually quite busy at his counter, did happen to notice a young Asian male entering the back door of her car. He quickly died not dialed 911 and while she was pumping the gas he accused her tactfully three times of not paying for her gas to get her to come back into the store rather than getting back into her car she came steaming into the store to let him know she had paid for the gas he quickly explained what had happened when the Kirkland police arrived and arrested the intruder they explained to her that part of the initiation process for membership in some Asian gangs is that um, the recruit must either rape or slash a white woman. This man was apparently stalking this gas station to see what unsuspecting woman would leave her car unlocked so he could carry out his mission. That alert attendant was praised by the police in that he just may have saved that innocent woman's life. These recruits select and stalk neighbourhoods like ours where... There is no gang activity and single out women who are careless when they leave their cars at gas stations and convenience stores. Please share this information with other women that you may have contact with. It just might save their lives. Many women are now getting their gas at stations where ones pay out where the gas pumps are rather than having to walk to some distance into a store to make the payment. Why not be selective where you buy gas and lessen the danger, the chance for danger? Um, so damn. yeah that's like a rendition of my favorite that is creepy as fuck i mean i'm not gonna lie if that happened to me i would shit my pants <laughs> i whenever like my mom used to take like take us to the petrol station or something She'd like she'd get out the car first. She'd give me the car key. But I like when you're ready, just like come out. And I'd like literally make yeah. sure I've locked the car. God knows how many times. Because it's so easily like to like forget. Oh yeah, to definitely. Lock the car yeah. When you've got out of it. Definitely. And then if you're not a very confrontational yeah, person, no. uh, you you know you you're gonna get targeted, aren't you? Like you can't. I'd be. I just don't think that if there's a crazy bitch in your car, you have to be confrontational just, to deal just, with just... it. I just don't think. I, I, <laughs> I just don't. Think. I just don't think you should oh do that. I think if you see a crazy guy in your car, you don't think I'm going to confront him. I think the first thing you do is fuck out of there. Sat in my car. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. See you later. You can have the car and chuck in oh the my keys. Let's <laughs> just take it for a spin if you want. <laughs> But yeah, I was just oh like, when, when I read that out earlier to you, I was just like, Bleh, that is disgusting. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't entirely sure that 
that was based on a true story. Like when I first explained like the rendition that I'd always heard in like high school and stuff, I didn't think I didn't realize yeah. it was based on a true story. Yeah, that is terrifying. terrifying Not nice. Terrifying. (laughs) Not good. No. So now moving on to Taryn. Um, this is her line of expertise. This part of the segment is called Little Shop of Horror Flicks. Taryn, are you ready? Uh, So ready, but I don't know if you bring it on. Oh God, why? Quick trigger warning. Um, this is very disgusting. Um, the origins of this movie, movie, movie <laughs> in like a smoothie. <laughs> um, the origins of this movie are also disgusting, which I will briefly uh, touch on at the end of my notes. Um, also, spoiler warning: if you do want to see this movie, uh, do not listen to me from this point onwards, unless you've already watched it. Okay. Um, so the movie I'm going to be telling you about is called yes! Green Inferno. Sorry. I knew she was. Oh my god, was baby. Yes. Uh, Alyssa, you uh-huh. are our resident baby. Um, Hi. So <laughs> I do not recommend that this is SFL, mm-hmm. which is safe for this. Um, obviously, if you ever get to the point that you actually enjoy horror and you would like to see it, I definitely recommend it. Uh, it's more of an uncomfortable movie than it is gross and disgusting. I have to agree with you there. Um, okay. There, there is a little bit of gore, but it's not very, it's not touched on too much. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I believe it was released in 2013. I, I could be a couple of years off that. It's, I, I know that the it's either 2013 or 2015, but one of them could be the DVD release date or the release date that it was actually allowed in certain countries. So, okay. what I believe it was completed in 2013, um, and it's an Eli Roth movie, so obviously it's going to be a little bit fucking weird. Um, Alyssa, for context, Eli Roth has also produced and directed The mm-hmm. Hostel One and Two, I believe. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah, it's it's gross up in here. Um, when I was watching it, the I don't rec- I don't recognize any of the cast really except for Sky um, Ferreira, but that's because she's an indie singer, um, and she's barely in it. Um, although the main actress Lorenza Izzo is like she's gorgeous, okay, and I actually really quite like her acting, so I'm probably gonna go and see what else I can see her in. <laughs> okay. Um. Actually, I'll touch on its origins now, real quick. Basically, um. The Green Inferno was the original working title for the movie Cannibal Holocaust, um, which I would like to touch on on another episode, so I won't reveal too much. But the Cannibal Holocaust movie is basically, I think it came out in the 70s or late 60s, early 70s. Um, it's, it's an Italian-directed horror movie. Um, it's fucking disgusting. Uh, there's so much cannibalism and rape and just all all around atrocities in that movie Um, and there's a lot of controversy on it but I'll obviously explain more of that next time I do this part of the segment in another episode Um, so that's the basis for it but obviously I I feel like um, this to me ended up being a little bit more really 
rather than a oh my god ew <laughs> kind of thing. There, there is one bit that I cringed at eternally, and you, when I read okay. it to you, you will know. Okay. <laughs> right, my notes. <clears throat> Basically, the movie starts with some bulldozers plowing through the jungle. Um, so you see a little bit of that. So you kind of get like what what the the premise behind the next few scenes are. Um, okay. And then we start with our main characters in Columbia University in New York City. Um, so the main character is called Justine, and her and her roommate Casey are in a lecture on African tribal traditions. Um, and I think they touch a lot on FGM, which is called female genital mutilation. Gosh, yeah. yeah. So not great, <laughs> especially if you're a lady. Um. Basically, while they're walking around campus, Justine meets this weirdo called Jonah. Kind of, <laughs> kind of sweet, but he's still a weirdo. Um, and he invites her to like kind of check out like an activist group. Um, and the activist group is led by a guy called Alejandro, who mm-hmm. is a massive, a big dickhead. dickhead. Yeah, basically, he's trying to he's biggest. trying to set up this um this venture to the Peruvian jungle so that they can like stop um like the bulldozers taking down the jungle um mm-hmm. while she's like learning what they're about she kind of in, like justine kind of insults them <laughs> and she basically gets kicked out <laughs> like motherfucker just leave um she apologizes a couple days later and she wants to join them um now i've got a quick brief like rundown of the characters so i'll explain them so there's there's obviously justine is the main character. She's, I don't know. She's like a. She's one of those typical girls. Girl. Okay, and I think her, yeah, her dad is like this hotshot guy in New York City. Like, uh, I don't know. He might be a senator or something. Um. Then you've got mm-hmm. Alejandro, who is a knobhead. He's. I think he's like a senior, so he's like older than them. Um. And he's like he thinks he's like charismatic, but he's actually he's a, a footboy, proper crackhead. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you've got Kara, who is Alejandro's girlfriend. Yeah. She is such a bitch. Okay, and when she dies in this movie, <laughs> I was weeping for joy. I was like, oh my god, yes, the bitch is dead. Um, you've got Amy and Samantha, mm-hmm. who are lesbians. Um, Amy is like Amy's like a kind of a shy girl. She gets nervous really easily. And then Samantha's Samantha's basically me. She's a bad bitch and she's full of tattoos. <laughs> you get Lars. Uh, he's he's a young guy. He pretty much lasts quite a while in the movie there's not too much to say about him really um daniel don't remember him too much he's a bit older um i think he like helps out with these kind of ventures usually so he's like joining them to make sure they don't get get into any trouble or anything like that he's a good guy Mm -hmm. daniel for president um anyway they end up on a plane to the peruvian jungle and it's like been funded by justine's dad um, it's a really like small plane, and like Amy like panics because of how small it is, and she thinks it's gonna crash and stuff. Um, they eventually like land, and then they go the rest of the way on water on like boat, like, on the on mm-hmm. the like big lake thing. Then this is the bit that actually terrified me because I didn't realize it was in the movie. Um, so basically, Lars, the young guy, uh, he gets off the boat because he really needs to piss. So they pull up on the shore and he goes like off into the jungle and he's like there's, there's like this fallen tree trunk and he's like taking a piss and 
I remember like looking down at my phone during that bit of the movie and then looking up and there's just like a massive mm. tarantula crawling towards his penis. And I was like, Ugh. But then for some reason, even though I'm deathly terrified of spiders, I was like, I'ma see where this goes behind like, you know, my hands. <laughs> and like so he looks down and he's like holding his dick. And there's just this obviously have you seen the way like tarantulas go to bite? So like they raise up their first like four legs. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Ugh. Basically, it was doing that, and I was cringe. And then he like he freaks out, and he like shoots it, and he's like, "All you hear in this jungle is ah!" And then bang, 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 and then he comes running back, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, what the fuck happened?" And he's like, "There was a spider. A spider almost ate my dick, man." <laughs> oh fuck. So, ugh, no thanks. Um. Basically, eventually, the group find the bulldozers, and what they do is they're like hooking chains up to each other and like padlocks. Um, and basically Alejandro and Cara, the little cunts that they are, they like um, sabotage Justine's padlock. So she like tries to padlock herself to the tree so that they can't like bulldoze through them. And um, it, it won't like the padlock won't won't catch. Mm. Um, so like these, the militia come out with the guns and they're like, oh my God, what the fuck? And they think, oh yeah, let's just shoot them. But then they've all got video cameras and they're like, we're recording you. It's live streaming. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything to us. Um, and basically they managed to get Justine away from the tree because she wasn't padlocked in and then they like hold a gun to her head and they're like threatening them and Justine is like proper freaking out she's like oh my god I'm gonna die I'm gonna die I'm gonna die and everyone else is like uh no eventually they managed to get them off the trees and they like send them back in their plane and Justine everyone's like oh my god the video's gone viral we've made a difference and Justine's like I can't believe you bitches were gonna let them kill me which I I completely agree with (laughs) yeah what a bunch of bitches (laughs) then tragedy strikes and the plane crashes Uh, a couple people get impaled Um, yeah it's it's not great Uh, the rest of the group kind of like they're all injured and stuff but they think okay well we need to move forward because we need to get out of here and they like try finding like the GPS phone and the satellite phone and stuff Basically, Kara, the dickhead girlfriend, she's like fucking around and being a little bitch, and then she gets like an arrow in the neck, and that's immediately where I went, yes! (laughs) (laughs) And then like everybody else except Alejandro gets like tranquilized with little darts, so they all go to sleep. Um, And Alejandro is like trying to pull the, okay, this dick sees that she is bleeding from the neck, and he's like, I'm gonna take this arrow out of your neck, bitch, she'll be fine. So oh, don't he, do he, that. He like pulls the arrow out. She's like, oh my god, like holding the blood. But then an arrow goes straight through her, like her head and she just dro- drops dead to the ground. And then <laughs> Alhanna's like, no. And then like <laughs> he gets tranquilized and you just see him fall to the ground <laughs> on his face. I'm like, ha ha, death. <laughs> basically, one down, a couple more to go. <laughs> um, basically, when they wake up, they're being taken to a village uh, full of like native tribes and stuff. I think I've heard of this. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, this might be Cannibal Holocaust you're thinking of. Because that's basically the same movie. <laughs> Except yeah. with a little bit of a different meaning and a different ending. Um, okay. Basically, so they they take like everybody into the um, into like a pig cage or whatever. Um, but then they take the big guy, Jonah, and they like put him on a slab and they hold him down and like the village elder like comes up and she's like holding a spike and I'm like oh my mm. god shit is about to go down basically she gouges out his eyeball while he is still alive mm-hmm. and she eats it 
<laughs> and I'm like, my reaction. I, I, could, I, I could not because when I'm watching these movies, I think, huh, wonder yeah. if I could do that, but I could not eat an eyeball. Okay, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Okay, it's not happening for me. It's not in my future. I'm never going to eat an eyeball. So I think, okay, this bitch is done. I don't know what the fuck she did that for. It's probably some kind of magical shit. Fair play, you know. Like this is their land. They'll do as they please. No, this bitch ain't full yet. She wants the other eye. So she takes the other eye, and this guy is screaming, yeah. and his friends are screaming, and then like the natives are screaming, but enjoy. And then they're like, "Okay, I've had enough of this bitch screaming." So they take his tongue, and she's like <laughs> munching on his tongue, and I'm like, "What?" Because all... and then because occasionally I get I get intrusive thoughts. I'm like, "Can I swallow my own tongue?" Because I know you can. You, I know I know you can eat your own tongue. And I was like, uh, uh, "No, I could not." So basically, no, it's never gonna happen. Um, then the natives hack off the rest yeah. of his limbs and they decapitate him while he's still alive. And then basically he gets cooked and eaten. Fair play. They need to eat somehow. <laughs> you, you do, you guys. Um, and I think the one bit that stuck out to me was Lars, the guy that almost got his peen bitten, was like, he's like kind of sat there and everyone's like, in a, everyone's like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? And Lars is just like, I can smell him being cooked. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, he's like, it smells kind of good. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then this is this is the bit that made me cringe so hard because this is supposed to be like a serious movie, and this just scared the fuck out of me. Basically, Amy, the uh, the shy lesbian, the the submissive one in the relationship, um, she like she gets sick, so she throws up, <laughs> but then she she shits herself. So she like. So they're all in this like tiny cage, and she goes into the corner of the cage, pulls down her trousers, and just continues to shit really violently. What? And I remember watching that one. This is the worst <laughs> part of the movie. I was like, wah, wah. <laughs> the whole time. I, was, I don't want to see this girl shitting, but it happened, and I did. And like, all the village children like point together and laughing, and I was like, if that was me <laughs> in that situation, I would just want to die. I would just probably kill myself. <laughs> I'm next, take yeah, me I, next. I was, like, I was like, I hope this is the last we see of the shit. Thankfully, it was. But it gets weirder. Oh, okay, God. so the, the kids are all like laughing at her and like around the cage and whatnot. And Justine magically has this fucking necklace whistle thing. It's like a little flute thing that you can play. So she starts like playing for this like this little kid. And he's like, oh my God, this is so great. And she's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm like, really, bitch? You got time to play the flute? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not great. Basically, this next bit is very, very uncomfortable for the ladies. Basically, they take the, oh, um, they take the three girls out of the cage and they line them up, take off their underwear, and then they've got like, this, like, this like spike thing, and they, uh, they penetrate them with it, just because they want to see who's a virgin. Mm-hmm. Basically, Justine is the only virgin. Um, so she's like, she's regaled like some kind of queen or some kind of goddess or something. And they cover her in white powder and they put her back in the thing. Nobody knows what's going on at this point. It's gross. It's not great. Um, and then like the next day, um, Alejandro turns around and says like the whole trip was just like a PR stunt and everyone is pissed. They're like, fuck you, man. Um, and he's like, um, he's like, oh, I don't really care about the forest. Fuck these guys. And then he's like, it's a good thing Jonah was killed first. He'll feed the tribe for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you because they don't. Oh God. Basically, 
managed to create a distraction and the you know the the lesbian with the tattoos sam she manages to escape we don't see her for the rest of it then the villagers bring them some food and like amy the uh, the other lesbian she's like basically licking this bottle clean she's like oh my god this is the best meat i've ever tasted i don't even care if it's person but then she's like she's like sucking on this bit of skin and she pulls it out uh. and it's like one of her girlfriend's tattoos and she she doesn't say a word. Nobody knows. Nobody notices that she's seen this. She takes this bowl that she's been eating out of, smashes it, takes a bit of takes a bit of broken bowl, slashes her throat, and that is it. She's dead. She doesn't yeah. say a word. Nobody notices until she's done it. And everyone's like, "What the fuck just happened?" Um. So yeah, that was whoa. Um, and then basically they think, okay. So she's going to be taken next because she's already dead. They're going to cook her and eat her. That's fine. And then Lars is like, hey, I got an idea. I got this bag of weed. Let's shove it down her throat because when they cook her, they will become stoned and we can escape. Good idea. (laughs) Doesn't work out the way they planned. So basically, there's like, I think it's like a two minute scene of them getting their fist and like shoving this bag of weed (laughs) down this dead girl's throat. And I'm like, what? The whole time, I'm like, oh god. Oh, and god. then this is where it gets weird. Alejandro, the fucking yeah. weirdo. Yeah, he knows what I'm about to say. He knows. Okay, so this guy, oh, it's, it's midnight. Well, it's not midnight, it's in the middle of the night. They're all like, oh my god, we've lost all hope. <laughs> this guy is in the corner beating his meat. And everybody, everybody <laughs> is like, you are disgusting. And he, right, okay, so he says it's because he's he stressed and it is natural. So yeah, the scene includes this guy orgasming. I didn't want to see that. The characters didn't want to see that. But they put it in anyway. They thought, you know what? Yeah, you get to see this dickhead orgasm over a dead body. Why the fuck not? Wait, and he like, did it on the dead body? No, but he like no. he's orgasming because of it. Yeah, uh, he's basically yeah, he's got, his he's got, he's like got these wide eyes and he's just like, he's got his hand down his pants and he's proper going for it. And I was like, oh yeah. It's the whole shock factor, isn't it? Like, yeah, I guess that's what uh, they're going for. But it was just, yeah. just, just why, my dude? You don't need to see that shit. <laughs> I didn't wanna. Anyway, yeah. After that grossness, it gets better. You know, it's not as gross anymore. They take this dead body and they cook it, and then they all become fucking stoned. The whole <laughs> village is full of stoned people. Um. So Justine and Daniel manage to escape. Um, but fucking Lars is like escaping with them, but Alejandro, this little dickhead, like tranquilizes him, so he falls asleep, and he's like, "I don't want to die alone," and I'm like, "Bitch!" <laughs> oh, it's gross. Um, uh, you carry on. As you say, I I found him very frustrating. As a I character. fucking hated him. Like I wanted him the whole to time. Die. I, like, I think so if much. I was in that situation, I probably would have just clubbed him to death. We didn't yeah. need him. Then just he gets eaten next. Just use that piece of like cutlery, well, not cutlery, but the cracked bowl that yeah. killed herself with. Mm-hmm. Just get a piece and just cut his throat, like, yeah. get out. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, um, they didn't really think too well on the whole getting the village stone thing because now the villagers have the munchies, so they eat mm-hmm. Lars alive. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that happened. Um, Justine and Daniel make their way like across a stream and stuff, and they manage to make it back to the plane. Um, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to find like the GPS satellite phone thingy. 
basically the villagers have like strung up the people that died in the plane crash and like Kara and stuff. So they're hung up on trees and stuff. Um, and Kara's phone rings and everyone's like, oh my God. Um, so they try and get the phone. Maybe they can answer it and call for help or whatever. But yeah, tr- tragedy strikes and they get tranquilized. <laughs> Not going well for these people. <laughs> anyway, it gets worse for Justine. Um, she wakes up the next morning. She's covered in like white powder and paint and stuff. And the local medicine woman is trying to sew her vagine closed. They're like, oh. you know what? You don't need these flaps. Let's just close them. <laughs> close the flaps. Closing the curtains. Yeah. So, Daniel, is, <laughs> Daniel is tied to a massive pole and covered in green mold. Ew. Oh, God. Uh, but then the ants, like, the mold, like, attracts ants or whatever, and they eat up and they start, like, biting him, and it's just gross and not great. <laughs> Basically, the kid that Justine was playing the little flute necklace thing for, he unties her. Um, and she gets like this sleepy powder stuff and she blows it in the medicine woman's face and she rips the bone out of her nose. Oh, yeah, which because when you think about where that bone's going to be, it's going to be like straight through cartilage, isn't it? Right in the middle yeah. of the oh. yeah, she, she, she rips that shit out. She's like, I don't care, that looks stupid on you. Fuck all um, she tries to save Daniel, but Daniel's like, bitch, just let me die, let me die, I'm gone. <laughs> So she runs off and then the little kid is like, it's okay, Dan, I got you, my boy. Blows some sleepy powder in his face and then slits his throat. So he dies kind of peacefully. That's all right, then. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Uh, Justine's running through the jungle and she's like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Oh my God, I'm going to die. But then she runs into the militia. And the militia have guns and they're like, oh my God, it's a native, let's kill this bitch. But then she holds up Kara's phone that she's managed to get, even though it's dead and not working. And she's like, I'm recording you. You can't do fucking nothing. They're like, oh my God. And then she's like, I'm American. Let me go home. So they're like, okay, okay, bitch. Just get the fuck out of our way so we can continue destroying the jungle. So basically, they send her home and this bitch gets back and she's like, yeah, a lot of shit happened everybody's dead (laughs) and everyone's like so you ran into a tribe and they're like yeah and she's like but there was no cannibalism and everyone's like oh okay that's fine then don't worry about it (laughs) like what the fuck woman basically so she's back on campus after all this crazy shit's gone down um she has this weird dream that she meets alejandro again and she's got like she basically cannibalizes him Crazy dream, I know. We have those all the time. Obviously. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, but then, like, as the credits close, we start to see, like, satellite images. Um, and it, like, zooms in on the satellite image. And it's Alejandro. And he's in the desert. Like, in the desert? In the jungle. <laughs> in the desert? <laughs> We've changed uh, locations. where <laughs> desert came from. Uh, basically, Justine and someone claiming to be Alejandro's sister like they have a phone call like as a voiceover and she basically like says like oh Alejandro's alive we need to talk I mean I don't think they're ever going to do a sequel but that would be fucking crazy I just I just want to see her beat the shit out of this guy like fuck you (laughs) um so that's the rundown of the movie what did you guys think um that was an emotional roller coaster oh indeed at times I was like, ew, gross. At times I was like, yeah, fucking die. I hate you. And then I'm um, just, there's just too much going on. <laughs> but I, I definitely wouldn't recommend it for you, Alyssa. Yeah, I don't think it's a good one for Alyssa to watch. Um, cool. 
I mean, she could if we took out all the gore, which considering there's not a lot, like, she could. It'd still be uncomfortable, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, one of, it's one of those uncomfortable movies. It is uncomfortable. It made me feel uncomfortable. Oh, it made yeah. me very frustrated. Like, you know, those sort of films where you just get really angry and frustrated. It's like, oh, it's like what yeah. the fuck, guys? And you just yeah. like, really? Really? But I watched this when, um, yeah, I think it was... It was towards the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. Um. I had a shift, but it wasn't until later. So I watched the first half of the movie. Went to work thinking about. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, like, I came back and watched the rest after. Yeah. Like it was insane. <laughs> but I I recently looked into like some of the the trivia about it, like wanting to know a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and there's there is so much crazy shit that actually happened. Mm. So like, um, Eli Roth actually asked um, like native people to play in the movie. But obviously, these people had never seen a movie before. I think I read that somewhere actually. Yes, yeah. so this guy, this guy pulls up with a fucking like whole cinema setup and is like here you're gonna watch a movie for the first time and what does this guy put on cannibal holocaust but these these natives were like this is so funny they thought it was a comedy movie yeah oh my god yeah but anyway they like so they they acted in it and obviously they did like a really fucking good job for people who've never seen a movie before yeah, they, I, I knew they uh, used actual natives in the film yeah same as um same as cannibal holocaust though didn't it oh did that like, they, oh, I didn't they, that. they had proper natives in there as well oh, um basically uh the the funniest fact about all of this is the production designer was offered a two-year-old from the tribe as thanks for putting them in the movie oh my god they they said no thank god but they were just like here do you want this child um eli roth would only audition um people if if they agreed to be vaccinated for yellow fever and would film deep in the amazon where there was no bathrooms and spiders snakes and frogs could kill on contact Oh, I'd have been like, "Yeah, I'm out." The minute you said spiders, I'm like, "Nah." <laughs> like, yeah, like the whole tarantula scene was like real. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, no. Um, the main actress Lorenza Izzo, she nearly drowned in the stream. Um, the stream part of the movie where they're trying to cross the stream because yeah. her character falls She goes in. under, doesn't she? At one point, yeah, she goes. She almost doesn't come back. Oh, shit. And fun fact for this is the body count is 33 on screen and 9 off screen. Oh, that's interesting. Wait, body count of what? Wait, hang on, what? Deaths. Deaths list. Wow. When I was watching it, you don't actually realise that that's, like, the amount of death. Like, it's crazy. I'm thinking about it now and I'm thinking, I don't remember watching 33 people die. Yeah, I don't either. Fuck. So, I, I don't think I, I... Okay, I'd probably watch it again. But I wouldn't choose to. Yeah. I might watch it again just to refresh my mind, just to take in more details. Yeah, but it's like Cannibal Holocaust. I will never watch it's, again. It's not something I'm like, hey, do you want to watch this? Like, <laughs> I think I think like, if you're into horror, I think this is this is a movie you should definitely see. But I don't think if you were like, hey, do you, do you let's chill out? Do you want to watch a movie? What should we watch? Oh yeah, Green Inferno. 
no. <laughs> I think if somebody were like, oh, I'm watching Green Inferno, do you want to watch? I'm like, hey, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, it's like Cannibal Holocaust, I will never ever watch again. They did make like, me feel like a bit sick yeah. at times. And I was just like, I... like the the problem I will I will reiterate this in a later episode. Um, but the problem with Cannibal Holocaust, Alyssa, is that it's just it's sick. Like the I understand what it's trying to prove. Um but it's it's sick and like there's animals that die in it that are actually actually murdered like the animal deaths you see on screen are real obviously they outlawed that after a while like you legally cannot kill an animal on screen yeah um it's it's intense um but yeah i thought this is probably one of the sickest movies i've ever seen um which, coming from the guy that fucking made Hostel and Hostel 2, does not surprise me. I really like Hostel, preferably the second I found, one. Yeah, I found them both a lot easier to watch than oh, this, yeah, though. Definitely. So, and I think it's like the sheer brutality that they actually portray. Yeah. Um, even though for them, like the majority is that these these natives aren't fully all that violent. Uh, like, this is all like. You know, westernized. Yeah, how they portray to be. Yeah, um, but I, th- I still, th- I don't know. I guess it's it's the whole helplessness of the situation. There are actual natives though, where you you're not allowed to go in their land because they will kill you. So- yeah, like it's been like they've they've set up, um, I think, treaties with like any surrounding yeah. areas that are like populized, and they just say, "Listen, this is our territory." Yeah. If you I mean, like, we'll kill yeah, you. Yeah, there so. are actual natives that will do that. Yeah, <laughs> so I think that's like what makes it so uncomfortable. I think yeah. is the knowledge it's that it's doable. It can happen. Is, yeah, I don't think it would happen in that way. Oh I think. no, no, no! But yeah, but it's just it's a sick yeah. movie. <laughs> but yeah, it was mainly shock factor. <laughs> um, but it, it's a good movie. I think I gave it like a three or a three and a half. Four out of five. Yeah. Um, it does what it's supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, it's the whole shock factor. Like it just like the whole film. It's just like yeah. Like I found that with um. I don't know if you've seen it, but Human Centipede. Oh, I've never what? been able to watch. I've never been able to watch that for one yeah. specific I reason. The first one. I ain't gonna watch anybody shit in anybody else's mouth. It's as simple as that. I watched the first one. That wasn't too bad. But the ones after, I could not physically bring myself to watch. I tried and I couldn't, and I felt physically sick. I keep, I keep trying to. I keep like, if I like hover over like a human yeah. centipede on Netflix, I'm like, I could, yeah. but I think the minute somebody started shitting in somebody else's yeah. mouth, it's, I would literally, I would lose. I would throw it's up. Literally, the shock factor. I definitely wouldn't watch it again because just talking about it is making me feel quite queasy right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that—that's what the genre is there for. Okay, guys. I think we're gonna end it there. This has been a very long episode. We'll find <laughs> Worth out. Worth it. <laughs> um, thank you guys for joining yet again. Another fantabulous episode. Um, hopefully this will be sort of a recurring thing where we keep doing this. Um, any feedback that you have for us or anything that maybe we've said wrong that you like, uh, bitch, this is actually what happened, then you can tweet us or email us it will be in the description below um, just a reminder again from the start of the episode I almost said the whole podcast 
um <laughs> that there will be a link in the description um for any petitions and donations that you can provide for the black lives matter movement and also there will be on their location marker for future protests um so yeah it's until next week Good day. Adios. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.